2: presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey,
3: everyone. Our episode today is presented exclusively by Warby Parker, a premium online eyewear outlet. What you do is you visit warbyparker.com backslash 100 words and sign up for their program. What they do is they ship you five pairs of glasses. You can try them on. You can see how they look on your face. You can ask your significant other, do I look silly in these things? Are these good? What do I do? And then after you have picked your glasses, you mail the others back. They send you a prescription within 10 days. Boom. A new pair of glasses, you look awesome. Visit warbyparker.com backslash 100 words. That's it. That's all you need to do. Look good. Feel good. Now on with the show.
0: This podcast is part of the How We Are Network. For information on this episode and many other like-minded shows, visit howweare.org. That's H-O-W-W-E-A-R-E dot O-R-G.
3: What's up, everybody? I am Ray Harkins, and I am your host of this beautiful podcast called 100 Words or Less. I appreciate you coming and visiting and listening and putting my voice into your ears. The guest this week is is Dan Lampton from the band Real Friends. Quite a hot band right now. A hype band, as the kids are saying. I personally love what they do, and I think if you are a fan of anything pop and or punk, you probably will be into them as well. More on them in a minute. Get some business stuff out of the way. Propertyofzack.com. They are an awesome media partner of ours. Visit their website. You will be able to find out so much information, so much stuff on independent music, release dates, tours, anything you can find there propertyofzack.com review the show i know i i feel like a broken record well i don't feel i know i say this every single show but it really is an important component of what this show does because it makes it look cool to advertisers be like yo there's people who like this show so visit itunes drop some stars if you're feeling ever so generous you can write a few sentences on the show what you think about it and uh, I read them religiously. So if you do that, I would appreciate that. Something. I went to a show last night. I got to get this off my head. And I know this is this is kind of a trope now because a lot of people discuss this in a public forum. But, so I went to go see a band called Washout play last night. And it's one of those things now where it's, it's obviously common. Once the band starts to play, or if, you know, the band's hot single comes on or whatever, 30% of the room, their phones pop up and they start either taking pictures or recording. And I mean, I myself, I usually take like one, maybe two pictures at the show just to kind of, you know, commemorate it or obviously to post on your social network in order to prove that I was there. Because obviously that's the only way that anybody shows that they're cool is via sharing it through instagram or facebook or whatever i joke but it's one of those things where it's you know i there's a i know louis ck does a joke he says like hey you can put that thing down and you can see a pretty high definition photo of what's happening like right in fucking front of you um and i'm not that bothered by it but it is one of those things where it's like you're you as a attendee of a show or whatever your eye immediately goes to that screen like it's just kind of especially if they're you know within eye shot of you which is you know basically anybody standing in front of you i don't know it's just weird because your eyes just are immediately drawn to it and it kind of like it completely disconnects you from whatever you're experiencing as far as like just watching the band play i mean it's the same conception as like you just want to absolutely yell at people that obviously pull their phones out in a movie you i mean nothing is more infuriating than having that happen but so to show it's kind of like I don't, and I'd like to say that we're getting there to where it's like people are so bummed that it's just like, just knock it off. Don't you know? You don't need to record this entire song. Just how about you watch it? Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm still trying to sort out how I actually feel about it because, like I said, I do participate in it, but not to the extent of where it's like, all right, I'm taking you know. 40 photos in order to get that one perfect photo to be able to show off that I was at the show and be like, oh man, sick photo or whatever. Um, and so I I just, I don't know. I feel like we should be putting those things down. We should be like interacting with what's happening right in front of us. And I know it's probably a larger cultural criticism and conversation that should be had. I'm really. I try to be very very conscious of it where it's like when I do take out my phone and I am taking a photo of something i'm I'm doing it quick I'm in I'm out there we go I, I commemorated the evening if I do decide to share something or whatever or I just want to show you know my wife be like hey this is what the band look like she's like cool that's great so yeah Tell me what you think. Email the show 100 words podcast at gmail.com because I, I would love to have open discussion with a few people about this because there I mean anybody that goes to a concert or a show experiences this and it's like I think it's you know I see people bringing out their iPads and it's like you know what what are we going to do with this like this is crazy why are people bringing these huge devices to record stuff and take pictures like I don't know I just there there's lines that need to be drawn and these lines I'm not 100% sure where they're at yet but I, I feel like we're we're getting to that Spot where it is so pervasive, and we need to have an opinion about this, including myself. So, anyways, had to get that off my chest. But let's talk about Dan. Dan Lambton, he is the vocalist for the band Real Friends. I met up with them, it was late last year when they came through and they played Chain Reaction here in Southern California. I had known Dan for a while through my day job, I met him a few times and um just, I mean, basically watch the band grow. It was one of those things where it's like, I saw them on their first full US tour. Kids trying to figure out where they kind of sat and what they were doing, but they already had a pretty good... Had of steam going into that tour where, you know, they were the opening band on this, you know, tour and they were playing like the House of Blues Anaheim and there were kids that were already singing along and not just like five or six, but like, you know, close to a hundred kids who were really participating in what they had going on. And so they're, they're definitely quote unquote on the rise. They got a lot of good things going on for them. And because of that, it makes them a very, very easy target because style of music that they're playing and how they present themselves is not unlike other bands that they could be compared to. And it's easy for people to kind of, you know, throw stones at it. So I personally really like the band. I love what they do. And all of my interactions with everybody in the band, I mean, they're in it for the right reasons. They're they're doing it because they have fun with this and they've been playing music for a long time. And now it just seems that people are paying attention to it. So I don't know why I feel like I need to defend the band <laughs> or something like that, but because uh, we talk about that in our interview. But this was the first interview where I felt... I'm a pretty high-energy dude, and like I definitely feel like I need to dial it back for certain interviews to not be like, dude, let's talk about everything! Holy shit! But this was the first interview where my energy was completely outpaced by Dan. Dan was so either amped up from playing or amped up or getting ready to play. Like I don't know, but he was vibrating. We were hanging out in their van talking, and it was like... I felt myself, and I don't know if you'll be able to hear a difference, but I definitely feel a little more frantic in the way that we were talking and just kind of throwing stuff back and forth. And I don't know, it made for a really, really cool energy just because normally, like I said, I feel like I got to like tone myself down. Not saying that people can't, people can't keep up with me. You know, I'm so high octane. That's not what I'm saying. I felt an energy in this van and it was awesome. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Dan. I will talk to you afterwards. start these things off with just my own personal sort of like anecdote of like where i became introduced to you oh, and yeah. like the you know the music you create and stuff so i mean prior to me seeing you guys on the first tour that you did the census Fail vale tour because mm-hmm. that was like your first official full tour that yeah, was yeah first first u.s yeah sure because so you had done you, you had done an east coast tour we'd
2: done um well the first ever tour we did was like two weeks just us and it was just uh from chicago new england okay Bay, like, got it and then we did a three-week run with a band called Light Years, and that was like down south of Texas and Florida. So before the Census Fail tour, we had never played anywhere west of Texas, and before sure. this tour, we'd never been able to headline west of Texas. Right, right. So it's right. like like a lot of it is still new territory for us, but it's like it's like really cool because it's finally like, well now we can see like you know how a real friend show is going to be in California. Like I'm right. really like I'm excited to finally be able to see like. You know, play it like Chain Reaction. Like I hear, like so much. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone's like, oh, set streaming tonight, at Chain Reaction. Like, oh, we're fucking playing Chain Reaction. Sold out, Chain Reaction. It's like, <laughs> it's like every time I hear about Chain Reaction, it's always awesome. It's nothing like, and it's like it's the same with like a lot of venues that were playing on this tour that were right. Like, you're like you, get, yeah. the,
3: the the reputation preceded it, and you're like, wow, now I actually get to be here. Yeah, exist. the the
2: one place we haven't gotten to play at so far that I really want to play at is 924 Gilman.
3: Oh, sure, in, sure. In the Bay Area. Yep, in Berkeley. Yeah Yeah.
2: I'd be going through, like, my Rancid, like, booklets and posters and stuff. And, of like, course. And, like, seeing, like, all those flyers like, oh, Green Day, Rancid, blah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, 94 yeah. Gilman, 94 Gilman. And then, like, recently I see more and more, like, oh, we're playing at Gilman, we're playing at Gilman. I'm like...
3: It goes in waves. There are times where it's, like, shows kind of die down there, like, the collective... And usually it's just because like the collective booking people, like it just kind of gets kind of thinned out. Cause there's mm. not one person that books there. There's like, yeah. it's like, a, you know, like seven or eight people. So it's like when they, you don't see very many shows, it's just because like two people are booking there, you know, mm. but. So yeah, the, I mean, that was the first time I saw you guys on that Census Fail tour. But prior to that, you know, I had heard the band's name just kind of rolling around. I personally am like 33 years old and pop-punk doesn't, and I use that word in the very friendliest sense of the term, because yes. a lot of people, you know, <laughs> take offense to that, but I I don't think it's an offensive term. It needs to do something for me in order for me to be like, oh, like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, because, I mean, I, I've already hypothetically gone through that stage in my life Well, it's been
2: around for, since, well, yeah. really since, like, the early 2000s, it, so
3: Yeah, no, totally. And, I mean, even, obviously, even predating that, you know, in the 90s was, like, jawbreaker. So, But there was something about you guys that it's like, once I started to listen to you, once people started to speak, like, oh, dude, real friends, like, they're, you know, they're doing well. And, like, you know, in the industry the buzz was building but then when i when i met you guys and then when i saw you it was one of those things where it was just like oh these are just fucking goofballs like these are just like dorks nerds whatever label you want to put on yourself it stripped away any negative perception i may have had going into it as far as like cuz you know you hear about bands especially bands like yourself who it's like they've kind of been on the scene for a quote unquote short period of time yeah and you sometimes feel that those bands have like a business plan before they have songs yeah. or whatever you know like, it, does that still continually, like, get lumped on you guys? Where it's well, like-,
2: like, what it is, like, what we did going into this band, we were, like, we kind of did, like, want to take it, like, more seriously than our other bands. Because, like, where I would be at in every band prior to Real Friends, or mm. really the only other band I was really in, yeah, um, like, they were really, like, oh, we want to be, like, the most famous rock band and not have any sort of, like foundation to build upon that okay so like so i was just kind of like oh i just want to play some shows you know so it's like it's like they take it too seriously with nothing to back it up and then i'm just kind of like right i just want to fucking play and then so like finally to be able to like play with people it's like like everyone's on the same page and like you want we want to do this like this this like we like we wanted to have like cds and shirts for instance ready before like we played a first show just so it's like you know when we play that show right it's like yo somebody can take something home like they can get our cd that we just sure, you know sure. we just pressed and everything and like i mean if you'd consider that a business plan like right well and that, yeah
3: and that's and that's the way that's why i think it makes it different where it's just like you had a better sense of like how to do things as a band but there was never that sense of like like here we are trying to be you know, as large as Blink One Eighty Two, like right out the gates, like this is what we're gonna do. You know, like and, and because, yeah, and just like I said, once I met you guys, it just kind of you know, it made me feel more, uh, I guess, at ease and like comfortable with the fact that it's like, oh, okay, like you know, this yeah. Well, I mean, we're not e- we're
2: not even like shooting like for the stars or anything like <laughs> yeah, that with yeah, this band. Yeah. It's just kind of like like, we never really had any expectations. Like we started the band and we were like, and like I, this was only like the third band I'd been in because I was in like some like punk band in high school and then I was in like some fucking like gutter punk band with the dude our dude friend Frankie that's doing merch for us on oh, this okay. tour yeah. so like I never really had a grasp on like what it was to like actually like be in a band I i had played bass I'd never sang in bands before either so okay. like the, being in this band was like a lot of transitions and like Kyle Kyle had like been there done that at, like the local level and his band was like pretty popular like locally so he knew what he was doing right but it was like it was just like yeah like we want to play these songs like we want to like we want to like something we can have fun with but we can take seriously if the time comes so it's like like and we were just like yo like if we can get to a point where we can do like a two-week tour and like you know not have to lose a shit ton of money on it like (laughs) that's like you know that's ideal uh it took like about a year and a half and when we put out our second ep and then um you know we wanted to wait for like a demand because a lot of bands like what they do is like they just blindly go out on tour and like i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that right but it's like sometimes if you do it too much it's like It's like you can only really go so far because you know you have to be at home with a job. Of course, you know a lot of people have to pay rent. We're really fortunate to where most of us live with our parents. Sure. So like, so like rent is the perfect opportunity to do it. Exactly. It's like it's like yo like I got this. Well like like let me be in this band before I get kicked out of my parents' house. Right. Right. Like so.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, no, I mean, that's like the opportune time to obviously play in bands and play music is like between the ages of like 17 and like 24, as far as like getting out there. And like you said, you've got no overhead. You literally pay for yourself and that's it. And then when you come home, you don't have that immediate crushing blow of like, shit, like I gotta hit, I gotta hit rent. I gotta have like all, it's like, no, like I'll take a week. Like we'll be cool. Like everything will be fine. Yeah, and
2: we were, we were really fortunate like all of us like we were we had jobs that were cool with us like leaving oh two weeks cool like three weeks here that's fine like because we were like we were all in a position where we'd either been there for a while or we're all really hard workers and it's like you know they're 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 cool with it yeah yeah Yeah. so like i mean we we just like i honestly just think we were really lucky
3: like to like
2: have that have our parents like you know but yeah it was
3: all it was all just kind of like the timing was right for you guys to try to take this like I guess as serious as you could with all the experience that you had. Cause I think, yeah. I, I I mean the, what you were saying as far as like everybody kind of bringing their own personal experiences, I think that's so, that's obviously so important because you're able to learn from all the fucking terrible shit you did when you were 16, 17 in a band. Like, Oh, like we, you know, we, we made like 300 shirts and like we spent, you know, $7,000 and like we sold 40, like, well, yeah. like I don't know how to order merch. Like, you know, all those little things you don't think about, but then once you make that mistake, you're probably not going to do it again. Yeah, because
2: it's like it's like yeah, we'd all like been there, done that, and like right, and right. we had like Kyle like really like guided us through a lot of that shit. But like and it's like you know we we did it just like all the other bands like we split the cost for all the shirts, we yeah, split yeah, the cost yeah. for CDs, recording, everything. It's like you know because everybody, I mean everybody starts somewhere. It's not like we sure. put out a CD and then everyone's like oh my god like throw money blah blah blah. Like it's like <laughs> it's like we never we never really had concrete expectations. Like of course sure. like you know me being in band super young, it's like oh like if I could ever. Play Warp Tour, like that would be the fucking shit. Like, we got to play two and a half weeks on this past. This has worked so it's like yo my dreams already passed like this band right. has it met and exceeded every like any expectations I could ever have so it's like now anything after is just like
3: it's yeah. just dessert you're like I'm good
2: yeah it's like I don't care yeah like like no seriously though like like we're very fortunate like we have we have a lot of fans like we try we try to build a relationship with our fans of course we're like really lucky to have people that support us and like and like we you know we try our hardest to like you know take advantage of social networking and be like because sure. like if if I had that when I was younger like oh fuck I I totally... Totally appreciate all these bands like way more than I already did like right. I was already like lording out and like going crazy and like buying merch and everything but if I had like a chance to like send a tweet at like like when I was a kid, like rancid or like blue Two And like, they had, right. there was a chance that they'd see that and respond to me. It's like, fuck, like it's yeah, awesome. When are you going to have that you direct? Know?
3: Yeah. And it, it strikes me, it, you know, the way that you guys handle, and when I say handle, I don't mean that in like a business sense, but mm. like the way that you guys uh, present yourselves, not only just, you know, as people, but like obviously as a collective band, the way you handle your social networking, you're really trying to be like on that level because obviously it's so easy for, kids that go to shows to put a band up on a pedestal and be mm-hmm. like oh dude like they're the fucking best thing of all time and you guys are like you guys seem to me like you continue can you ten- continually try to shatter that expectation and yeah. like just put kids on the same level as you
2: well yeah I mean it's like it's like when I was going to shows like I'd be that kid in the front yeah, like, yeah. I'd be the person getting like stomped on from headwalkers and sure. like trampled by crowd surfers and jumped on by stage divers it's like you know it's like I've been there. So it's like, why, like, how does like me having a microphone and my friends having guitars, like, how does that make us better than right? How are we really different? Like everyone, everyone that comes to these
3: shows has been there. You yourself, you were uh, born and raised in like suburbs of Chicago, right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where, where in particular, like North Chicago? Uh, I
2: was in, uh, well, all of us except for our drummer, are all South suburbs. I live in a town called Evergreen Park, which is, if I'm correct, it's about 10 miles outside of the city, Okay, but I'm surrounded by everything that's technically Chicago sure. got, I mean, it, got it. and
3: like, what was your, uh, what's your family structure? Like you were, um, you like brothers and sisters. What I, your... it was, it's
2: me, my, my parents. And then I have one younger brother
3: and then a younger sister. Okay. So I'm, I'm the oldest. Sister. You were the oldest. You were the trailblazer. Yes. The... I was the trailblazer. <laughs> and so How old are you? I'm 22. Okay. Um, and you're, so like, what are your, uh, do your parents, Still do the same stuff professionally that they were doing? Like well, my, my I know my my dad's
2: been a social worker oh, okay. uh, for you know, however long he's been doing that. Like sure years Obviously, years. yeah, since before I was born. Right. And my mom, I think she had um, some sort of background in that before I was born. Okay. And then once she had me and my brother and my sister, she she took to you know being a stay at home mom. Of course. But then, but since then, since we've been you know able to be more independent, she uh, she does a lot of baking outside. Oh From, nice. from, from out of our house, yeah.
3: Oh right, right, right. Like so for just like her own enjoyment or like she actually like Oh no, it she to- sells yeah like nice. so so yeah
2: so people like order like cookies and cupcakes and cakes and shit from my mom. So, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. What's the name of her business? Uh it's Maria's Caketopia. <laughs> Caketopia. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I think I think I mean she's had a couple different yeah, uh, names right. I'm almost positive that, that's 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 the current name. Yeah,
4: the
3: current
2: moniker. Yes.
4: The show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
3: at prdglobal.edu Um and so like what type of social work does your dad do? Does it like I mean like do, like to you know low income areas or like you, is that uh, of- I think it's
2: more um yeah it's it's more it's more low income um, what's the I'm trying to think of the fancy term for Sure it. sure Um I can I can It's okay. I can it's like SSI or something that, Oh okay. Uh but yeah yeah he he works with more um like yeah like inner city areas he works he goes to um like juvie places a lot and um and like he'll go to um prisons and stuff like in like uh central illinois every once in a while and he mostly works in the city though because he he works
3: for the county oh okay got it yeah that's uh, that was my next question Mm it's like does he work for the city the county that type of stuff um and so your your upbringing like you know you're most people think of the suburbs and it's like oh like you know i mean i was raised in the suburbs yeah it you know it's very nice oh no yeah it's awesome i mean like
2: like obviously like right now chicago's like the murder capital it's, yeah yeah, yeah. You know, i don't even or, think you
3: need to put quotes air quotes around that yeah it, yeah,
2: it pretty much is but <laughs> i mean
3: like like but honestly like
2: that's because it's such a big city of I think it's because it's the third it's like the third biggest city but it's not the most dangerous because if you go to like Flint or like Detroit like oh, those are yeah. considered more dangerous because they're smaller because it's, it's a lot more concentrated and de- like dense within the area sure. but like like with us like it's really like it's not where I'm at like it's not a bad area I mean like right. of course like it's like wherever you go you're gonna have like shitty people doing shitty things of course. so it's like it's like honestly like Chicago's a nice place I was very fortunate to grow up in in a, a pretty nice suburb on the south side yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean like I've been I've been really lucky yeah
3: yeah, yeah. When you started to, you know, grow up in like your, your form of years, as far as like junior high, high school and stuff like that, is that when mute, like independent music started to get kind of introduced to you or were were your parents musical at well, all?
2: Well, uh, my parents, my parents never did anything music. Like they never pursued anything. I think my dad told me he used to like play bass and stuff. And then he said, you know, coincidentally he sold his bass, got a ring, like, you know, um, <laughs> but I, so funny. I guess I have some sort of. Musical background, yeah, but it wasn't um, it wasn't present. No, it, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, not when I was no, not when I was coming out. Yeah. um, but like my dad was like huge on like the Beatles, so I was listening to like you know really like early pop music. Sure, um, and then when I was in fifth grade, I started playing saxophone because my cousin was a or is a band director at a, a town not too far from me. Oh wow! And uh, so I played saxophone from fifth to twelfth grade,
3: dude. Because I I mean I played clarinet for a year and I was fucking terrible basically she had a clarinet so she's like you're gonna play clarinet i have asthma like who that's a terrible thing to give a kid that has asthma but like is isn't the trajectory you're supposed to play a simpler because the saxophone is pretty complicated
2: right well saxophone it's it's pretty i think the clarinet's harder really personally well because the clarinet you have to worry about um like open holes along with yeah 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 um i mean and then well because i played uh alto sax, which is um transposed into E flat and then sure. when I got to high school my band teacher, or my band director was very um adamant on switching people around and like ma- oh, like seeing like okay. it's like oh you're open to playing this like oh yo let's put you on this. So he yeah, put yeah. me uh, he put me on berry Sax, which is the lower end. So mm-hmm. I because we didn't have too many um you know lower brass. Sure. So I just you jumped into that. that. Yeah, it was yeah. very easy. A lot of it, berry sax is so easy yeah like but I mean like yeah like I started off doing that and then uh when I hit junior high I was really big into like blink and green day and stuff like that and like I idolized Mark Hoppus, so I, I bought a bass. Um, how did like, you,
3: like, how, how was that stuff introduced to you? Is it just, like, the radio? Well, like, my, well kinda... um, my cousin. Um, oh, my okay. cousin
2: and one of my friends. My friend would play, I'd go to his house and he'd play, like, you know, we'd be listening to, like, Limp Bizkit and, yeah, yeah. Um, like, corn And then um, what really caught my interest. The heavy like, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, <laughs> I, so I would, like, I'd listen to that stuff, too, like, System of a Down. And then, like, right. what really caught my eye was when he put on, he put on Six and Stones and End of the State. Okay. And I'm like, okay, okay, this is cool, this is cool. So I'm like, listening to it at his house. You know, I don't have a copy of the CD, but it's like, whenever we're over, he's like, oh, hey, you know, let's listen to the CDs. And then it, uh, and then, you know, a couple of weeks later, my cousin, like, I'm going through her CDs, and I see, like, you know, I see, uh, and I'm just standing there, and I'm like, oh, the CD, like, my friend has a CD. Oh, she's like, I don't want to listen to it. Do you want it? So she gave me that, oh, wow. and she gave me, uh, some 41, I'll kill no filler. Nice. Um and then I was big into like the Tony Hawk soundtrack games. Yeah, yeah. So like th- like through there I found like Less Than Jake and Rancid. Right, and, right, like, right. like so I got like more of like a punk thing from there, and then I got some pop-punk coming in, and then, yeah. you know, I listened to, like, the, some of the new metal, and, like, sure. and then, like, I idolized Mark Hoppus. So I was like, I want to fucking play bass that looks so easy, like, and then, like, so I, I played bass in all the bands, and then, like, I do backup vocals and stuff, and then, right, right. you know. Right, right. Did
3: you, uh, did you enjoy the, like, saxophone? Like, was that... Yeah, I mean, it was it was really cool. I think I
2: kind of took it for granted in right. high school, like because, like, a lot of kids, when I was younger, um, a lot of the older kids fucked around and stuff, so, like, sure. I kind of took that to being, like, you know, I didn't take band too seriously. Yeah. So, like, I took some, like, I, I have some knowledge of music theory, not as much as I would like to have, so, sure. in some ways, I, w- I wish I took it seriously, but then, like, then there were some kids that would come back that were, like, that age that were fucking around, and They they come back, and they're like, yeah, man, like, I wish that, like, I didn't fuck around too much. And you know? I'm just like, I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, you're a sellout. Like, it's like, so to an extent, like, I'm glad I kind of, like, was able to have fun with it, because, like, yeah. like, I didn't do it because, like, I was forced into being in the band. Like, I did right. it because I want, like, I liked playing music. But it's like, but then I'm not, like, I was, I was, like, a real rebellious asshole in high school, in, in some cases. And, like, I just, like, really fucked, it, fucked around and didn't really take it um, as serious as I should have.
3: Sure. But. So you were, so... I'm I'm just building the pic my my mental picture of you. So the uh, so like once you started to enter high school because I mean obviously you played the saxophone for a long time. So yes. that takes you know that takes dedication. Did you uh, did you ever move up to like were you first chair? Like because I know that there were
2: well like, with Barry Sex, there weren't there, there was only one chair. So right? like I was first chair
3: by <laughs> um, default. Got it. Yeah, I mean like well I played I
2: played saxophone like the first year and when when you're an underclassman you never yeah you know you're never higher than. Did you get some you solos
3: know, in there at all? No. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, al- if you're baritone, obviously you Oh, not-
2: when you go barry sometimes you have more, um, more clear cut parts as opposed sure, to, sure. um, like a first chair, second chair alto. Right. But, um. And you
3: did a lot of recitals, I presume, and stuff like that? Uh,
2: I mean, yes and no. I mean, we, we would, uh, I mean, we'd have like band concerts like, in the auditorium sure, and stuff, sure. and like, um uh, our director would make us go do, like, sectionals and stuff and, like, sure. like uh, if we could, like, get combos together and stuff and buy sheet music, then we can go do that for the oh, competitions okay. and stuff. And, like, he gave us some freedom, but he made sure that we uh, we had some sort of, like, solo stuff when they had the
3: competition right. available. And did you, like, did you feel a sense of camaraderie around that? Because, I mean, I think there's such a, people have, you know, kind of like you were alluding to, people have such a negative perception of, you know, like, being in band. Like, st- I mean, like, perennially, where it's, like, Oh, like you in a band, like what are you a fucking dork? Like yeah, man. oh
2: no, there would be all these kids, like because because when we would uh, when we would march, we'd be out in the fields. Right. So when and obviously when it's warm, warm enough to be outside, of course the people in gym are going to be outside. Right. So there would be sometimes where like the like there would be some um, some girls that'll be like oh my god, like the band kids, like they probably never get laid, and then, like other <laughs> like but like yeah. like that was only on. A rare occasion, but sure. I mean, I did. I did walk past and hear that sometimes, and I'm just like, You're "Like really? Are you fucking kidding? me? Like come on! Like those kids though. Those kids are fucking. They fuck like rabbits. Ra- band kids. Band kids. They're, yes. Band. Because
3: I mean, I to me, it seems like where you would like the band kids would just flock together because oh
2: no they they are all over each other like there's always some like inner band shit going down at some point like they're like some drama and everything no not drama i'm talking just like just just getting with each other yeah yeah yeah. yeah, just like no not even not not even that it's just right they just love to get all up in each other (laughs) that's incredible but uh no i mean like yeah but i was i mean i've been really lucky like because like i i dealt with a lot of a lot of shit like when I was like really younger like in elementary school just for like you know not being into sports and playing Mm -hmm. video games and shit like that but like once once we got out of junior high and like you know the kids that were the dicks went to catholic school and shit everyone that like ended up in public school was like yeah. You know, they, like, it got to a point where, like, you know, junior, senior year, it's like, why, why the fuck do we even care about this? Right, anymore,
3: totally, right? totally. We're, we're putting all this effort into hating these people or hating these, like, sections of kids, and you're just kind of like, well, what's the point? Like, yeah. What's, what, what, yeah, let, let's just leave them alone. Like, they're fine. Yeah. um And so, as you started to, obviously, like you said, you idolized Mark Hoppus, Mark Hoppus and, you know, wanted to play bass, and so once you kind of got looped into that, was it basically like, yo, I gotta play in a band. Like, was yeah, that Yeah, like, well, well,
2: that's, yeah, because, like, like, I say, um... I started, um, like jamming with some of my friends. Like, we didn't have, like, people, um, or at least enough people to make a real band. Yeah. So we had a drummer and then a random kid we had do vocals and then two bass players. Yeah, yeah. And I was one of the, ba- and I played distorted bass with, with, and then we had a regular bass player, but with, what? but this, this was never anything we played shows with. Right, right. This was right. Something we just jammed. And yeah, then yeah. like, and then a little bit after that, like, um, like I said, like I was in a band with our merch guy, mm-hmm. and like we would like play the talent show. We'd cover, uh, Roots Radicals. Oh, Rance amazing. And, like, yeah, yeah. And, like yeah. we'd cover like No Effects and, uh, sure. fucking, um, I can't even remember what like all the. But sh- you,
3: yeah, but you you played the set. Like, did you actually play shows as well? Oh yeah,
2: we did. Yeah. We'd we'd play it. uh We'd play it the basement of this church that my friend's mom ran. Nice. And so
3: like, we only played like three or
2: four shows. But what was I the mean, name of that project? That project, um, it was named Void, which is also another. All it was already a hardcore. Band. Oh 100. Yeah. Oh yeah, obviously. Like they have been around since the '80s, so it's like. <laughs> so we're just like we find out like because we're like just these stupid kids that don't know anything about music. That's so. So then like somebody's yeah. like so somebody He's like, yo, like that's already a punk band, and then we're like. Well uh, well, whatever. <laughs> and then 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 yeah, and then that just kinda fizzled out and we're just like and then we just like we're like, okay, well we're just gonna make it an acronym. So I'm not sure if the real if the actual <laughs> Void was an acronym. Yeah. So we're just wasn't. like, oh we'll just put periods on it it's it's different. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's different. <laughs> you know. That's good. I love it when you get like when you get called out in something like, like You think it's a brilliant idea. You're like, dude, Void's a fucking good band. Well we name, never we like, never got
2: called out for it because right, right, everyone right. we were playing for didn't know about it. Yeah, the band. for sure. Yeah, so But
3: like but yeah, it's like when you think an idea is so good and then like you come to realize like Oh yeah, maybe it wasn't that good of an idea because someone already did that. Yeah, it like- and, then, <laughs> and then
2: yeah, like like with Blink for instance, like they got sued over the name. Exactly. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: And then they they tossed the one eighty two, and the rest is history. Yeah. Um. And so the so go like you mentioned before, where you know you you for lack of a better term i would call and i classified myself as this too where it's like an indoor kid where it's like i yeah. mean I, I personally i mean i played basketball and golf but I, I never a lot of the team sport and like the jock mentality didn't appeal yeah. to me um so it strikes me that you did that as well where you were just like yo i like video games and kind of hanging out with friends and like i you didn't you didn't maybe you didn't identify with the you know your typical high school experience or did you enjoy high school
2: Um, I didn't like high school, but I didn't get shit on during high school. Okay, good. So I'm kind of, like, looking back, I'm just kind of indifferent on it. Like, it like, it was, like, cool. Like, it wasn't, like, you know, this best thing ever. Sure. Like, I mean, if I can go back and, like, do it again just to do it again, like, I would. Yeah. Like, but, um... I mean, I never had like the, you know, the. You were not getting like bullied. I was no, like, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't like the stereotypical like teenage movie shit on kid. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, that was me in elementary school.
3: Oh really? You know? Elementary school was the like your first experience of getting like, you know.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that
3: cool because that, that's when all the kids are vicious. That's when they don't
2: think before they speak. Sure, sure. So that's when you know then when you get made fun of like you're playing po- with Pokemon cards with your friends. I'll say, oh you guys are nerds. Blah blah. blah. That that's when. Oh that's really? When, that's when being a nerd like uh-huh. had a negative connotation. Now sure. if you call me a nerd, I'm just like yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Whatever, yeah. who cares? Yeah. yeah, I'm a nerd.
3: The big One of the most popular television shows on right now, The Big Bang Theory, like, clearly. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nerd has lost nerds. meaning. Um, so th- that's interesting, because usually it's, like, elementary school. I mean, kids are mean to one another, but, like, it's funny that you have a much stronger impression of elementary school being like, yeah, Oh, I was made fun of way more than, well, yeah.
2: I mean, well, a lot of the rougher people, uh-huh. um, around me went, went to Catholic school. Okay. And I didn't, I didn't go to Catholic school. So that, okay. that, so I just kind of got to avoid. So maybe if I went to Catholic school, I would have gotten right. or bullied, You would have got know? picked yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah.
3: And so, well, yeah, it's a good thing you didn't obviously. Um, the, uh, and so, so basically like, you know, did, did you not take yourself or not take your studies seriously? Like, did you, you know, be like, okay, like I can't wait to finish high school so I can play in bands or like, what was your, you know, what was your mentality? Well, my
2: in? mentality was to finish high school. Cause when I was in, when I, I, when the band I was in, that was taking themselves really, really seriously, mm. they were like, they were like, think like throwing around just things. They were like, yo, like, what if like we got a tour offer, mm-hmm. like to tour with like this band and like. You were still in school. Like, um, would you drop out? And I'm just like, were
3: they older than you?
2: Yeah, they were like, uh, they were like two, three years older than okay. me. Okay. So, and then, and at this point, it's like, yo, I have like a semester left of high school. <laughs> like, it's like if I drop out now, I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, and there, there was no way around it. Like, I was, like, I'm not that dumb. Like, right. I think. I personally think dropping out of high school is the stupidest thing someone oh, can do. I know totally. I know. in some cases it's really unavoidable. Sure. There, there are certain circumstances. But, like, I think, like, if it's your choice, like, dropping out of high school is so dumb. Oh, because, yeah. like
3: like you're shooting yourself in the foot. And
2: like yeah, like I hate I hate having to like be an advocate for school cuz I don't necessarily, you know, like school myself, but it's right. like it's like if you're ever like trying to get taken seriously, trying to get a job and you you know, you're like 25 and you don't have a high school diploma, it's like yeah. and I mean it really sucks that that's how it is, but that's yeah, how it is. Like that's I mean that's how it is with with um college diplomas. Like I think that's more absurd sure. so that you need like a college diploma to do so- I mean, I get you know, certain jobs require certain of you know, knowledge, but, um, I mean, high school diploma, it's like, yeah, it's basic. You, should, you yeah, just got
3: to get that done. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So he's well, not going to cut it. <laughs> no. Were you kind of coasting by just to like bide your time to get out of school or did you, you know, did you find things interesting in school that you,
2: uh, I, well, I took my grades somewhat seriously because mm-hmm. my mom did. Oh, okay. So like, I just made sure I didn't, you know, really fuck anything up to my last semester of high school. <laughs> that's um, nice. but I mean yeah. like I had like a, like a, between 3.2 3.4 GPA so I had I had okay. a decent yeah, I had yeah. a decent GPA um I mean cuz I I waited cuz I was like oh you can take you can take AP classes like you can do this you can do this you can do this you can do this like you you can do all this if you really want to And I'm like I don't care right. like, I don't want to like like it's We're, like I I personally didn't see the point in the extra effort sure. to do that but then like my senior year of high school it's like oh there's a European history class that would be cool to take yeah. but it's it's an AP college level class Mm, I'll see how that goes and then and then my teacher was like oh art history like you can you can take this class right. um, and she like she built it up to be this awesome class and I'm um, like actually that sounds really cool like yeah of course like I'll, I'll do that for you because they needed they were really low on kids in the class they were like one or two kids away from making it so the class would happen
3: sure sure so
2: the class happens and then it was more by the book all based on the textbook like you couldn't have any sort of opinion on right. why this was painted or what's the meaning of it or like you know they're just like, oh, yo, these cave paintings, this is what this means. This means that, you know, this is like a symbol for fertility or or this is like, or like they did this because of this exact reason and you don't have a say in it. Right. And it's like, but if it's like art, shouldn't it, be right. Shouldn't we interject our own
3: experiences? Yeah, this? like, yeah, it's, like yeah. it's like
2: there was no room for that. It was it was all it was all like oh here is the Sistine Chapel. This is why. Right. Like this there, here's all of these columns and you know this decoration was for this. This decoration was for this. Or why do I have to study what the paintings mean? Why can't I you know why can't I use like some sort of fact? Like why can't I take what they meant and then also give my spin on what they meant? It, it always has to be like. This is what we're telling you. The artist thought this is the right answer. This is the A, B, C, D. Like there's no, there's no fill in the blank. Yeah, you
3: know. It's (laughs) the hearing you describe that art class. It strikes me as like you were, you seem like you were always a. I mean, like self described. (laughs) You, you were, you know, you were kind of a little shit. But you, um, you. you I played by the rules. But uh, but you also you also you know you I guess for lack of a better term like you thought about things like you kind of. You kind of let things sit like as far as like how it applied to your life and then how you could use it in the future, I guess. Like, you know, you just you seem to have a little more uh, thought process behind the stuff that you did rather than just like, you know, not giving a shit, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't know if that I mean, if, if that it's something you recognize in yourself or it's like, oh, like I might be, I guess, for lack of, for lack of a better term, like pretty sensitive to a lot yeah. of like your, the world that surrounds you.
2: Uh, I I guess I never really looked at it yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, like, I did give a shit, but I didn't. Sure, sure. So, did you
3: get? A, was it? Uh, was it difficult for your parents and you to communicate? Like, you know, were you having a lot of fights well, with them and stuff well, like they, that?
2: When I was going into high school, they had a really like they they wanted me to go to Catholic school because there there was this Catholic school that my dad went to called Marist, and he okay, and uh, and then he's like, yo, like we really want you to go to this Catholic school, and I'm just kind of like. I don't want to wear the same shit every day. I want to, have to take the. I don't want to, have to take the bus to school. Like, I could like walk to the public school I went sure. to, but like this one, I like have to get up super early. Like yeah. I had to cut my hair, and I was in like you know I had like super long hair um, at some point in high school. Right. But like when I was going to high school, I was at the point where I'd have to cut it. So like I was like, no, fuck that. I want to be like cool. And, like, yeah. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah. yeah but um so they wanted me to and i was really fighting it and i was like oh i'll like i was like i'll be involved i'll be like re- in like clubs and shit if you let me go to public school Aww. and then i was just like oh haha i'm just gonna be in band fuck you guys and then like, <laughs> like i tried i tried soccer out but it was intramural and it's like we're just I, it's just kids that i'm in school Like, right. I, it's like it's like it was and it's kind of boring like i didn't really sure. like you know
3: And so did your did your parents like see that right away like put us up the river he's really well, not gonna get that yeah in well they, they
2: they wanted me to be more involved in school i was more so worried about 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 being able to get like a job so i can go to shows yeah because like at this point it's like you know i'm just doing shit around the house and they're like throwing me 10 bucks like this week you know two weeks later they'll throw me maybe like five bucks like blah blah blah, like collecting all of this money that i'm getting like because all my money like went to like cds and like stuff like that so it's like like i was yeah like i like i said like i I was more concerned with finding a better means to independently get myself to shows yeah Than you know being concerned with what was going on in school sure sure. because it's like and, and you know it's like at the point where it's like oh like Mom, let me use my let me use your credit card. But I got your cash right here. Like I need to get this ticket. Like it's like it's like yo like like this is the band I want to see. Like I remember like strict like specifically like popping in and out come the wolves into my stereo right. and like showing my dad. I'm like yo dad, I need to borrow your credit card. I have this like thirty bucks. Like please let me buy a ticket to go to this show. Yeah. And he's like you want to go see a fucking ska band. He's like, because <laughs> because I played him like because he was like hearing like time bomb and like you know.
3: I like how you sold. The fact that you, you need to experience this is like, hey, dad, check this out. I'm going to play some Ransom for you. You'll get it. Well, but my dad, <laughs> see, my dad, my dad loves, like, and I, I guess I didn't get to mention this uh, earlier because
2: yeah. I actually forget sometimes. My dad sure. my dad was big into punk rock. Oh, And this, cool. was, this was something I didn't know until okay. until way later. Okay. Like, yeah, and yeah. he would be telling me, he's like, oh, yeah, I went and saw, like, the Sex Pistols. I've oh, seen wow. the cars. I've seen the Clash of shit time. Sure, so he's, yeah, he's yeah, a like context. My, from, yeah, right? like, my dad, like, I guess my dad was a punk. That's, that's amazing. Which is cool.
3: Have you seen any pictures of him?
2: No, oh, yeah, yeah. no, I haven't. Like, my, well, my dad was still like clean, a clean cut kid. Okay, got it. But um, he was—he identified, but yeah, but he he would go to those shows, amazing, and everything. Yeah, like, so, like okay,
3: so I can see why you would be like, here I'm putting in rancid, like, cause I am I'm just imagining you putting in rancid, and like that's gonna convince your parents, yeah, well, like, oh, yeah, like, oh yeah, like oh yeah, that's that sounds good. I'll well, yeah, go well, to my, my dad would be sitting upstairs
2: with like the the radio on anyway, like right. listening to the Beatles or something, and, and I'd hear him listening to the cl- like the Clash, and I'd be like, oh, this kind of sounds like this.
4: rugged resilient and timeless
3: pardon the interruption my friends do you need glasses if you do visit warbyparker.com backslash 100 words let me let me tell you a story so i personally i've got great eyesight my wife my family everybody is like dude you can see so well this is crazy but i've always had this desire to have glasses because i love the concept of them as an accessory there are obviously so many different styles and so many different frames and name brands and everything else, you know, and I even went as far as like wearing a fake pair of glasses in high school. Yeah, I was one of those guys. That, that was me. I just love the way that they look. Warby Parker, they make this process of getting glasses easy. You sign up via that link that I just told you, warbyparker.com backslash 100 words. They will send you five pairs of glasses. You can try them on, see how they sit on your face, ask your significant other, be like, yo, does this look good? Tell me, tell me what the deal is. Because it's always weird when you walk into, you know, an optometrist store, I've been with people that have done this and you feel kind of like you're getting the hard sell where it's like, this is very low pressure. They send you five pairs. If you hate those five pairs, you send them back and the shipping is free. It's totally easy. And glasses are very cheap on there, starting at 75 bucks. And then on top of that also, for every pair purchased, they donate a pair of glasses to someone in need. So there's so much good stuff there. If you need glasses, warbyparker.com backslash one hundred words. Now on with the show.
2: yeah dad, I want to go to the show. Like my dad actually took me to one of my first concerts. He took me see the Aquabats at Metro Amazing. in Chicago. I saw Aquabats. Uh, the agro lights and whole wheat bread. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My dad, like whole wheat bread, was a little interesting. I know. I'm sure. Oh you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar, sure you're familiar. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, and they're they're all like they're all like, hey yo, I know you're all white, but I want y'all to say fuck the police. And then I'm sitting there, <laughs> and I'm like I'm like looking at my dad. I'm like, uh, should I say it, Dad? And, and then he's just like, I guess you'll do. It. I don't know. <laughs> and then I'm just like sitting there, like and then like my dad's like my dad was still kind of like nervous about me like going up and like jumping with everyone. But of then course. I found like this little group of kids like you know, ten Being feet safe away from him. Yeah, where yeah. where I could like skank with them and then that's like when I would like go to like those shows, like I see like the Aquabats and I see like ranted. Like I see like like that really like helped me see that like oh we're all weirdos here like right, it's like right, it's like those right. kids like it's like you wouldn't like go to like the grocery store or, like or you wouldn't be at like school and like like you'd see like kids skanking in the corner and be like oh those kids are fucking weird yeah, like you go to a hey, show yeah. and do that and it's like oh whoa this is awesome everybody's like, doing all, it yeah. yeah like we're all cool like like being lame is cool here <laughs> right but, right you know right. so that's when i got to see like and you know especially especially Rancid sure. and the second time i saw Rancid was with H2O so that was even more like reinforcing this sense of like i had like that punk rock epiphany where it's like mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, like you're welcome here like it's like if you like you can't fall to the ground without someone picking you up halfway down right like it's like it's like they they
3: it it, it fostered that sense of community that you obviously were like oh i get this yeah, and, I, yeah. Like, and i'd
2: i be like listening to these albums and like i'd be listening to, like like life won't wait for instance and i'd be i'd be hearing songs like hooligans where they clearly like in the beginning like messages like like i want to see you no know, people of color like you know fighting with one another like yeah. we're all like brothers and sisters and it's like just and then being able to like see them play hooligans live and then like, you know, like, see those meanings in person, mm-hmm. it's like, then that really showed me that it's like, you know, you know, you can move past like everyone's differences. It's like, it's really cool. And I, I say it every night because right. I noticed these things. Like ever since we were able to play on Warp Tour, it's like, you see all these different people doing different things, dressing differently, believing different things, whether they're, you know, gay, straight, black, white, Asian, yeah, yeah. Mexican, whatever, what have you, whether they listen to, um, Black Veil Brides or they listen to Wonder Years or they listen to, um, like no facts or whatever. Right. Like is the the fact is that like everyone's there, and no matter what bands you're there to see, you're there. Yeah, and it's like it's like
3: you've this you've already entered this world of what should be acceptance, but obviously like as you have noticed, like you I mean you see those. Those fractions of people be kind of left out because, like you said, you know, like oh, why is this kid legitimate because he likes Black Veil Brides? Well, like, yeah. Well, and you're it's just like, like, well, no, you like, you're here.
2: Yeah, because yeah. like, because like that's the thing, like. Um and I know like bands will have beef with other bands, like you know, and they'll say like, Oh, these aren't real bands, these aren't real bands but like like I personally don't think that it's like my place to say that. Like of course, like like there are certain bands I look at and I'm like, Wow, like I, I don't don't like that. Like yeah, I yeah, no, yeah. like this is like it's like there are there are very few bands that I like look at and I'm like, no one should listen to this band. Like, right. This is like this <laughs> very, very bad message and I'm sure that there are certain bands that come to mind, but right, it's right. like it's like I was and again, like I was lucky enough to be young enough to or to have like those kinds of bands introduced to me that show me those values. And it's like, and, and, you know, then just finally being able to like go to warp tour after, you know, I think um, I'd been going since 2006. Sure. So this was, I think my seventh or eighth year yeah, yeah. of, of warped tour. And, um, well, like, it, it,
3: it, it sounds like the, I mean, the way that you're describing it is obviously it's like, it is exactly how it should be in regards to the bands that influence you when you're younger and like get in, get you into independent music. And then, if you are able to impart those same values to to kids yeah. that are paying attention to real friends, you're just like i f- I feel like all I am is a mouthpiece for these ideas that came before me.
2: Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, and like and like like this year on Warp Tour, Motion City Soundtrack was on the main stage, and right. like I fucking love Motion City Soundtrack. Like yeah. that's like been one of my favorite bands since since I first listened to I Am the Movie. And, sure, and um like just to be able to like play. Warp Tour and like that band being there like cuz they they were another band that like once I you know you know blink led me to like mostly soundtrack starting line uh you know and and then, and Newfound Glory was there too sure. like you know all just being able to like see those bands and like you know add a in a different perspective, and then, and to have them be so, like, welcoming, like, Je- Jesse from Motion City, mm. um, he was really supportive of a lot of the younger bands, like, like I, I see him, like, every other day, like, repping Assist and shirt up on stage, <laughs> and it's like, it's like, and we'd be, like, back there, like, holy shit, like, this is fucking <laughs> yeah, wild, like, like, is weird, like, and it was yeah. so cool, like, like, it's like, we'd be, like, sitting, like, Um, by the back side of the stage like on on the grass like waiting for them to start playing so we can go up the ramp and then like Jesse would see us like chilling down and he'd be like guys like come up like do you guys want a beer like do you guys want to like you know like what's up yeah Yeah. like and it's like (laughs) and it's just like sitting there like (laughs) <laughs> oh my god and like but they were so like they were so cool and it's like to be able to see bands that you know you know had such an impact on you like right. be so genuine and nice it's like it's like it, like that just really shows you that it doesn't matter like anybody that had an attitude on Warp Tour I didn't run into yeah, yeah. like everyone at least everyone that was out was everyone that was down to hang and chill? Right, and it's, like, right. it's like nobody, nobody really had like beef with anybody that couldn't be solved by just being on the opposite end of the parking lot. Sure, sure. You know? Which is which
3: is awesome, and that obviously like you know like you like you were alluding to earlier, where it just like it fosters that sense of like I feel like I'm 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 where I need to be. I'm in yeah. the community that I need to be. Like it, you don't feel like this this sense of alienation where it's just like because it. I mean, it's very easy to become jaded very quickly on. Yeah. Neg- negativity it's easy to like latch onto that but it's nice to be able to like rise above that and be like no i'm, I'm just gonna ignore that yeah. like you said i'll leave that on the other side of the parking lot well yeah i mean there there are certain um there are certain
2: like pieces of negativity that you i like i think that you have to cling to some of that sometimes sure. like like you have to be um like i would prefer to be uh, a realist than an optimist because like you have to you have to consider that um You know, bad shit's gonna happen. There are gonna be people saying shitty things, doing shitty things. Like that's that's inevitable. I mean, there's 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 negativity everywhere. But it's like I like to ignore it. I I think that I come off as a little bit of more of an optimist. But I I I mean, I know that you have to at some point acknowledge all of that. But
3: right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. the ascension of real friends to you know where you're at now, where it's like obviously you know you guys are writing for a new new full length, all this type of stuff. Um, How does it sit with your you know? Well, first of all, how did it sit with your parents when you were like, hey, like, because were, were you going to school, like, after, like, do you go to college at well, all? Like, well, went, I
2: went to community college okay. uh, for two years. I, I got my degree from there. Oh, cool. Um, we started Real Friends, um, well, I actually didn't start the band, Right. but um, Kyle and Dave hit me up, because I'd, I'd known Dave for a while, I had just recently met Kyle, right. uh, Dave and I had been, had, like, at one point, like, wrote some music together, and, like, we, we all knew each other from old bands, and um, they, coincidentally hit me up the same day that I filled out an application for Illinois state university. Okay. So like, and I didn't pay to have it sent yet (laughs) because I was waiting for my paycheck to go through. Right. So like, they just kind of hit me up and they were like, yo, like, um, uh, we want to see if you'd be a good fit. For this band that we trying to put together, and sure. like Kyle sent me some lyrics, they sent me a song. Uh, I went, I went to Kyle's house, we put it together. Why did they
3: have like, an inclination that you would be a good singer?
2: Oh well, I mean, I had, I had recorded with Dave um, sure. before, and like we, we'd put. I thought that Dave and I had some good chemistry. Got it. Um, before and that, so and like I knew Dave really well. They actually had a singer before me too. Oh okay. But like it. that dude was really flaky. Like they, they had like had like half a song idea with him. Right. And then like, and then that dude was kind of like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to yeah, commit we'll to this. Right, right. So I don't know if you'd consider. Me not an original member. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, if you, yeah, I yeah. mean, if you think about it, technically I kind right. of. Right, you kind I'm not, not right, right. but um, and then like I was actually trying to get some sort of band started with. Uh, Kyle's roommate that lived with him at the time. Oh, okay. So like so like it was us and like, you know, four other people and we were like switching out uh, instruments and stuff and like this person sings this song, this person plays guitar this song and Got like it. you know so Kyle. You Ky- guys were
3: just doing basically it was a lot of experimentation. Yeah so and like, you were yeah yeah and like Kyle was like
2: there to see some of it. So like and Kyle was like, Oh yeah, it's not my cup of tea but I'd like to see what I can do with you right over right. in this you know in this neck of the woods.
3: Right, right, right. The idea of you just being like a standalone singer. Like that that's hard to do.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, because when I played with Dave, I played bass and I sang. Right. And right. We, we were strictly just recording. Right. And we finally got some people, like, as a band, and then, like, I had a really hard time, like, playing bass and sing at the same time. So he's like, how about we try where you just sing? And I'm just like, I don't know, like, we can try it. And then, <laughs> yeah. like, we did that, and that band obviously didn't work out. And then, right. like, so then, yeah, then they got together, yada, yada, yada. And then-
3: right, right, right. So, but do, do you, like, with, do you still feel... Weird singing by yourself, or is it? Become, I've gotten used
2: to it. It's I mean, because we've been than... we've been a band for three years, and right. it's just like you know, you get used to it. And like, I feel like I was kind of th- like I was never like a front man, right, or anything. I was always just like the guy that would throw in a little comment. So I I never had experience like having to talk at, like like basically like needing to talk at shows, like <laughs> yeah. you know. But but Kyle did, so Kyle would take care of that for the longest time. And like right. you know, we had a lot of trouble. Like I've had a lot of trouble. Like I'll admit, like trying to talk to people. Like I sure. would uh, I would try talking like, after songs, and, like, I'd be, like, really flustered, because, like, you know, when we'd start picking up momentum, and, like, you know, I'd have, like, you know, I'd have, like, 15, 20, 30 kids like screaming at me in my face and then it's like, it can be kind of like it's overwhelming. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. like, and I'd be like in this like sensory overload and then like I'd just start talking after the song and like just like be saying random shit and they're like looking at me and they're like, what, <laughs> what the are <laughs> you saying? Like, yo, yeah. yeah, like seriously, like I would, yeah, 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 like yeah. I had, a, I had a, and I, I had, I've even had problems with it on this tour. Sure. Where it's like, cause like, like every, I've been really overwhelmed And, and like, and I'll just like, like, sometimes I'll just like trail off and stuff and it it gets to be a problem sometimes. But like, they tell me, they're like, oh, we can, like, we talk about it. We sit down. We're like, oh, we can, we can do this better. We can do this better. Like, just make sure you take a breath. Don't, you know, like put yourself out of.
3: Well, it's, you, it's funny. Yeah. It kind of it, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where it's just like you're. I mean, you you're a sensitive dude, and like you, you know, that is a very impactful moment. Yeah. I'm like here, I am sharing this this these lyrics with these thirty people in front of me, and then it cuts off, and then all of a sudden you're like, alright, Dan, you're fucking on, like, say some yeah. really funny shit, and you're just like, yeah. uh, uh, uh,
2: uh, uh, like <laughs> No, but yeah, like, seriously, like, if you see, like, I doubt, I hope there aren't any YouTubers, but if you see, like, it's, like, painful to watch kind of yeah, stuff, yeah, like, yeah. but it's, like, I'm, I think,
3: personally. Well, and, and I think it goes back to what you were saying, where it's just, like, I think there definitely is a difference between, like, the proverbial frontman versus a lead singer. Like, it's very rare to have a person that instantaneously feels comfortable with both you know yeah it's like
2: like it's it's, very rare yeah yeah there are a lot of like i don't know i'm it's definitely a learning experience being like everything about this band has been a learning experience for me and like and it's like i never like i never was in a band like i said earlier i was never in a band that at least i had any expectations for it's just like yo like just play some shows and like what the fuck ever like never never in the back of my head had like these like you know everyone else that i was with like they kind of like pressured me into being like oh yeah like we're gonna be the biggest band in the world like yeah and then <laughs> like so i, I that, like yeah. kind of like say that like oh yeah but then but it was like i just wanted to play some shows and they were not done with that like we had right. like there was like just such a like a difference between like me and them and like
3: when you came to your parents and you were like hey like so i'm gonna do this thing i'm gonna do this band like did it you know, was that extremely difficult? Did it make sense in the context? Like, were they just like, "Oh, Dan, that's great."
2: Well, I told them, I told them, I'm like, "Yo, I'm gonna keep going to school. I'm gonna keep doing the community college thing." Right. Um. You know, it's like obviously, like I can't have any expectations for this band. You know, it's like uh, I'm what 19, 20 years old. It's like yeah. I can't depend on it right. right now. You know, it's it's like it's like I can't have any, like, oh, this is going to be where I'm going to live off of, blah, blah, blah. So it's right. like, I have to go to school. Right. And, like, I know that. So, you know, I'm just, I'm going to community college. My parents were, like, like I was, like, you know, if, if anything were to happen, hypothetically, it's like, yeah, I'm going to drop school. And, okay. they're, and they're, like, they're, like, I don't like that. You know, they're, like, I don't like the idea of that. But then, like, um, my parents have only been to our first show. So they never had an idea of the band. Right. Uh, really, at, at least at what point we're at now. Of course. Um, so, like, So when things started like picking up and I, I never really wanted to like have them, um, included to a certain extent in that life just because, um, I don't want to mix business with, um, with pleasure, I guess, or with with my home life. Yeah. Like I don't want to like subject, subject them to that. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, so they, they never really have a clue of how or, or where real friends is at. And, um, but like once they start seeing things online and like my mom checks up with us on Facebook, she's more comfortable with the idea and like I tell her like, Oh, like there's this band Senses Fail that I listened to when I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. And they like, I remember like I remember uh, giving my friend money to buy me, let it unfold you from Hot Topic, right. like you know, and like, and it's just like to like hold that CD, listen to that CD, and be like, yo, like this band, like I, I pulled the CD on, it's like yo, like this band asked us to be on tour right. with them, and it's, and then like once they saw that, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna be like going to like California, and like I'm gonna be doing like right. a, a, like cool, really cool shit. They they kind of like let down, and they like, cause it's like there's the fact that like school's gonna be there. Sure. So like, so if I really need to go back, like, you know, band doesn't work out, like, right. you know, you, you never sure. know, band, real friends might not be around for another oh, year. Right, of course. Yeah. So, so like, like, and I hope, I hope, I hope we're a band for as long as we can be, but it's like, it's like, you know, right. the reality is that a year from now it could be gone.
3: Yeah, this could, this could end. No one has any yeah, idea. Yeah, so like right. I told
2: them, I'm like, yo, I'm going to get my degree from community college. Like, nothing's going to stop me from getting that. I want to be at that point where I have something to fall back on. Right. And, um, you know, once they saw that I wasn't necessarily blindly going into it, mm-hmm. like they were more comfortable because my dad was all about security, right? You know, he he wanted to make sure that, like, you know, I'm set. He was he was really just looking out for me. Yeah, really. yeah. Like, which kn-
3: is, I mean, it's it's good. Like, I mean, it sounds that you you approached it in a very practical manner. You were like, okay, like I'm being realistic about this. I That's probably what gave them more comfort than anything else. Where it's just like, because you know, if I mean. When you're a kid and you have the idea, like, I mean, I I distinctly remember, like, talking to my mom about dropping out to tour with my band. And it was one of those, I mean, my mom's a school teacher. And me, like, proposing the idea of, like, I'm going to be gone for probably about, like, six months. It was just like, what? What are you talking about? Like, but she trusted me because I, I did like you where I was just like, I'm realistic about this. Like, this is kind of a moment in time rather than my long term business plan like you know my long term life so it's like I think that approach probably makes parents feel more comfortable because they're like oh he's not being like Oh yeah, look, like, what are you gonna be the Beatles? Yeah. Like you
2: know. Like- well, I mean, like they they always like they like in the back, like on the back burner, they always had a problem with me being in a band, like for those reasons. But, yeah. Like, and like I would always kind of just be like, well, tough shit. Like I'm in a band. anyway. <laughs> like you know, like because I I was like being realistic with it, but I was also like, there would be times where I would be defensive about it because it's just right. like it's like yo, like why are you coming down on me? Like I'm just like I just want to play some shows. Like you know, it's like because like obviously like whenever you see a teenager in a band, it's like. Oh, like, yeah. like they like, like, it's like, oh, this is going to be a career for me. Like all the kids are like, right, oh, I, right. I wanted to like, throw your
3: life away. Because yeah. You got, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got
2: these dreams like blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, it's like, it's just like, yo, just let me put play in my fucking band. Like,
3: <laughs> yeah, leave, me, leave me a little moment. There. Yeah. Because, you know, kind of like what you were saying where it's like, you know, it's an overwhelming experience. You, you know, playing in, you know, whatever in Portland and having, you know, 15 kids sing along to you. Like, that's a yeah. weird experience. Um, and because the lyrical content that you put out there is obviously so, like, hard on the sleeve stuff, like, you know, you're really... You know, oh, I don't write the lyrics. No, 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 no right. Oh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. the way that the band is presented, yes. like, it's a very, you know, like, we're open. Like, this is what we're talking about. Um, the people, obviously identify with those lyrics like and they're you know very much placing a lot of whatever they're experiencing on you guys and like the sort of conversations that i'm sure you're having after shows is probably just as overwhelming as the show yeah you know like how how is that sitting in your own head like are you still obviously getting used to that idea of like people coming up to you and being like oh my god like These things, like I I hear, hear these gifts, like here are these, you know. I, I was, you know, I was, I was really depressed and I was going to commit suicide. So until I listened to the Real Friends record, you know, like I mean, I'm not, and I'm not belittling that, but it's Mm. just like there's so much emotional weight that you put out there. But then also gets thrown back at you, yeah. but you're not expecting that.
2: Well, it's it's definitely like it's definitely weird to me because mm-hmm. like I was one of those kids that would deal with that kind of stuff because my dad um, was diagnosed. I think uh, sometime when I was in uh, later in high school, my dad was diagnosed with uh very very mild skin cancer okay very early stages of it sure so like but still that's like you hear cancer and it's like oh shit like that's like that's, that's real life yeah, yeah, yeah that's serious shit so like you know i listened to a lot of set your goals right. at that time like i was really like you know that band really helped me out of that situation like and i you know i saw them at warp tour they i think it was like 2009 and i i told them and i was like yo like your your cd like yo you guys fucking like really helped me out and like they were just like yo dude like, you know, glad your dad's doing better, like, you know, it's like, it's like, I was in that situation, so it's like, anybody that's coming to me with their problems, like, that's awesome, because, like, bands have helped me, like, through a lot of shit, you know, like, you know, because, like, we come to shows because, you know, we can't fit in anywhere else, and, like, to be able to go there, you know, be on that level with those people that help you out, it's, like, it's, it's, it's good, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's really therapeutic, you know, to be able to tell that person that, oh, you helped me out, and it's really, it's really, um... It's really humbling to see, sure. like, that being returned to me. Um, right. It, it's, 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 like, it's really surreal because, like, that I, that we are able to help these kids. Like, like all they have to do is just press play on their iPods and, and their problems are gone for, you know, the 15, 20 minutes that right. our CD's on. Like, it's, it's just so fucking it's fucking crazy yeah like, yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. it's like because i did that when i would listen to like based on a true story or albums <sighs> like you know like commit this to memory and right yeah, 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 like, I'm, i just keep referencing the, i know i keep referencing these no bands, no no but like, well, but that's but like, what, like yeah, it's like it's like yeah like that's the point like it's like, fresh, it's, like right? it's like i like those are you know those albums made me feel that way right it's like to have someone else feel that same way right it's sure. incredible
3: the um did, and sort of last last thing to hit on just because i i find it so interesting because it's like you know you guys are essentially on kind of the you know the precipice of the rest of your band's career you know like as far as like a debut full length and all these other like high marks in band's careers you know um does it feel you know does it freak you out like to be honest like as far as like just like the enormity of what what could happen within the next like you know, two to four years. Like, does it scare you, excite you, or is it just like a mixture of? Oh, uh, it's kind
2: of everything. Like, it's like it's like another overwhelming thing. Like, yeah. I'm excited because we have all these awesome opportunities. Like, of course, it excites me, but then it scares the shit out of me because then it's like you know because then you have you just have all these sets of eyes on you and mm-hmm. like what you're doing and like like to an extent it's like it's like you feel like um, there's like kind of a breach of privacy. Yeah, because then it's like it's like it, it, there's there's expectations. Sure, but then. I, I really try and like we all try to um, kind of remove ourselves from that because like because that's that's scary because it's like it, it, it's scary and it's flattering because like yeah. it's like it's it's awesome that people like you know they expect something out of us and like they expect like you know they want like a really good full like they're very like you know they're excited for it and I like I'm really glad like I want to I want to deliver that to them <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and it's just it's just kind of like sometimes it gets really stressful because because like I can't satisfy them if if I don't satisfy me, if we don't satisfy ourselves. Right, right. So it's like sometimes, like, you can blur the lines between, like – It's like to an extent, like I know that you have to consider fans, but like, but then at the end of the day, it's like it's our record, yeah. You're gonna be
3: playing the song,
2: yeah. We're gonna be playing them a million times forever. Like, we're gonna be I'm gonna be sitting in my room fucking screaming over the demos, trying to figure out vocal melodies, like for like weeks on end, you know. Like, we're gonna be in our practice space. Like, it's like, you know, like we're just like. I think we're finally getting better at removing ourselves from it. Just kind of being like, what? what's the record that we want to write? And yeah. it's like, like we're like, everything, like, you know, we kind of, like, we're in that mindset. It's like, we want to write, like, those records that, like, that helped us as a kid. Like, like going sure. back to that, like, keep, like, you know, it's like we want to impart, like, what, like, this means to us.
3: Right, right. In
2: that. Because it's like, because, like, the, it, just, it just keeps coming, like, full circle. It's like, sure. it's like, you know, like, it's like we're doing this, for a reason, because we like this, like, it's, like, we're not, like, I'm not making money to be able to get some, like, nice apartment, like, fuck no, like, if I did, like, I'd be doing it. Like, right. I wouldn't be living with my, if I had an option, I wouldn't be living with my parents, like, fuck no. Right. Like, you know, like, I mean, I love living with my parents, don't get me wrong, but, it's like, sure. if I had the option, I would. It's, like, it's yeah. like, we're not, like, we're not having any expectations from this band, it's, like, but then for other people to have expectations, it's, like, it's, like, kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, like... There's,
3: there's, there's, that whole, there's that whole duality where it's, it's just like. Yeah, I mean it makes sense because it's like you're you're having these experiences of a young band and like you you need to be given time to grow, you know, yeah. like like not only just like as people but as musicians within the context of your own band and to like have all these uh, to have all this expectation thrust on you earlier on in your career. Yeah. Is, there's definitely that like it's like on one hand you're like that's awesome because all this attention is brought to us, but on the other hand you're just like. Can you let us chill out for a sec? Like, yeah, I'm sure like, there's leave that. Yeah, like, Right, 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 Let right. me turn my
2: phone off for, like, three hours and, like, <laughs> chill.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah mean? I mean,
2: like, like, there are a lot of times where, like, it's like, I want to, like, I want to, like, sometimes see what people are saying. Like, it's like, I, I, I'm i curious sometimes as, as to, like, people's opinions on Real Friends, and then I go to the wrong places. Like, I go to, like, Absolute Punk. And I go, like, <laughs> they hate us. <laughs> absolute Punk hates? hates us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. like, it's like, sometimes, like, I like seeing that, because then it's like, it gives, um, is,
3: is it like? Do you like? Is that like fuel to your fire? You're like, well, All well right.
2: I like seeing it because it's it's like it's kind of like finally someone doesn't like us. Like it's like it's like it's it's an, it's kind of like nice. It's like it's nice to see that you can't please everyone, right? But then it's like it's the, then it's like you want to like try to be like, well, it's like how can we? How can we like, convert that person? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, 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 it's yeah. like because a lot of people can be closed minded because like like yeah like our band like we gain a lot of mom- momentum quick like right. you know and. Yeah, that's really cool. We're really fortunate, but like a lot of people are turned off to our band. Of course, because they like, won't it, even
3: give you a chance because of the popularity that you've gained. Yeah, because they, they think they think like,
2: oh, there's like a decent amount of people like listening. It's like, why? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, this isn't special. But if they heard us like six months prior to that, they'd be like, oh, this is a pretty cool band.
3: One hundred percent. Like,
2: yeah, it's like it's like it's like maybe like fifth listen. It's like maybe they don't get it first listen, but like fifth, sixth listen, it's like, oh, totally. you know this is you know, I can I can at least like you know appreciate this. This is like cool. Maybe it's not like something I'd listen to all the time, but if they're at a show. I'll watch the set. Yeah. Cool. You know, like, I think that there's a lot better ways to go about it, but like, but I love to see people shit talk real friends online. It's like, but like, <laughs> but like, we're at the point now though where it's like, cause like, I would retweet that. Like, I'd search people that don't mention us but are talking shit. Uh, like, yeah. just to like, poke fun yeah. just have shits and giggles so then sure, like sure. you know so then it's like so i see i show those people like ha 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 i saw that and then, yeah, and then, yeah, and then, yeah yeah totally. but then like but then now it's getting to the point where like all these kids like unnecessarily attack these people right and, and like, it's like i can't do, yeah no, it's like it's like yo you're a fucking bitch like fuck you like and then and um uh, i mean quotes qu- air quotes uh, yeah. air quote faggot air quote like of they course, say like yeah, so like yeah. then it's like, like it's whoa, like yo like yo can you like like can you like not say that chill out right like it's like you don't have to say like yo fucking kill yourself you fucking bitch faggot right. because you don't pussy. like you don't yeah. like
3: real friends calm down. Or no or because you like or oh, yeah, because yeah, you like or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. no no no, no. Or vice like, or versa, because yeah. you don't
2: like real friends. Right. But it's like it's like those kids in the first place like that attitude is what can, you know, cuz it's like this is the last place people can turn to. It's like why well, yeah. do you have to act like that when this, you know, when there's nowhere else to turn to. Yeah. It's like then you just then those kids just have to sit at home. It's like, "Oh, you don't like real friends? Fuck you." It's like I don't want our band to be the reason that, you know, like people are turned off to, right. you know.
3: Well, I think I, I, I mean, last last thing to hit on because I, I think it's such a it's such an interesting idea that like it really depends on when you hear a band and like where they're at within their own musical career because it's like there are I, I can guarantee that like I mean people that I know where it's like they won't give you like your band a chance at all because they'll they'll, they'll have heard like oh yeah they're just like ripping off band A B and C whatever and it's like but that like if a person is able to not hear that before they hear your band, they probably would like you guys. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where yeah. it's just like, and I like, I don't know, maybe it's just because I've been able to do it for a long time where it's like, I really try to drop any sort of like preconceived notions that I have, like when listening to a band, because it, I try, I try not to let what other people, other people's opinions taint my opinion of a band, you know, but yeah. it's like you guys, like you're, while it's awesome that you received this much attention it's also like it's a blessing and a curse in a way because yeah. there's you're going to lose a lot of people that probably wouldn't have ever checked you out in the first place
2: yeah yeah, yeah i mean yeah it like sucks but i mean it happens right. it happens with every band and then like you know then you and then you start getting to the point where you start to lose the kids that were there in the beginning because maybe, like, they don't like... It's like, oh, this new CD sounds the same or this new CD sounds way too different or, right, or right. like, or, you know, maybe... Like, it's just maybe it's a natural, like, oh, like, I, I really like... I still w- really like this band, but I just kind of like... Or or, or the fact or, that
3: they'll be, they'll be like oh, well, like, you know, now I'm, like, 19 years old, like, why would I listen to Real Friends? I've grown out of that. Oh,
2: there are a lot of kids, there are a lot of kids that were, like, that are a lot of, like, really, like, and it's not even with Real Friends, it's just in general, where they'll be like, oh, yeah, Pop Punk's really cool for, like, maybe two years, And and then, like, and then, like, they discover, like, a hard, a really cool, like, cool quote-unquote hardcore band or like a really cool like indie band or like you know some like cool band it's like oh no fuck this shit and like and it doesn't even necessarily have to be with pop punk maybe they were listening to hardcore before maybe or maybe they were listening to like pop or something but like any person that just like listens to something and see like oh this is like cool and then like fuck everything else like just like all of a sudden turn their back on like that's so dumb like it's it's like like those people are very flavor of the week and really like you know very trendy and like and like there are one of my friends that will remain unnamed that, sure, I, that sure. I heard that she was, like, real, like, like, real friends, like, it's not, like, cool to go to their shows. And I'm just, like, wow! <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, I personally know you. Like, it's, like, right. it's like I don't, like, it's, like, it's, like, I'm not personally offended, but it's just, like, it's, like, that's just an instance of that, where it's, like, you yeah. know, like, six months ago, like, yo, you would have gone to a show. right you it's, like, okay now, because, that. like, because we're not, like, this band or, or we're not this band or we're not this band. You're not going to go to the show. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. It's just and like, you're
3: like, and it, ultimately that's not your fault. Yeah, it's not, not your band's it's fault. Not. You're just a victim. You are, you're a victim of circumstance, preconceived notions, hearsay, whatever. Like you're just a victim of all that. And it's just like, well, we're just going to be us. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you can do.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't ask for pity for anybody because I, I think, think that we're we're very fortunate oh i I can't i mean i can't be like oh look at me these people like Like, i can't like you know i can't do that because because i I, you know because that's how you feel yeah yeah, yeah. because i mean for all like for all of the people that say bad things about your band there are more people that have nice things to say to you and those kids you know those those kids i I like to have that we have a relationship with those kids. of course right
3: right you've developed something meaningful yeah but well, Dan, I really appreciate you BSing with me and yes. your fan. It was highly enjoyable for me, and I hope it was enjoyable oh, for you. <laughs>
2: These are the best interviews. like seriously.
3: So that was a chat, right? Did you feel that energy? I hope it kind of came through via our microphones and just everything that was bouncing off. I really did feel like I was vibrating by the end of that conversation, and it was awesome. So uh, yeah, check out Real Friends. I personally, like I said, really enjoy them, and I think you would as well. 100 Visit that site for, I post random shit throughout the week, so there you go. Enjoy. Propertyofzack.com and our editor for this episode, as always, great friend, Tom Richfield. And uh, until next week, be safe, everybody. You
1: can
0: in that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake Kits...